0: Welcome to Technology Knops. I'm Daryl O'Donnell. I'm going to start off today just pointing out something that basically might sound sacrilegious to some, but uh, I'll say it bluntly. The 100% solution simply doesn't exist. If you're new to this, this is Technology Knops. It's about helping technology get deployed into operational environment, primarily it's aimed at first responders. But the concepts do apply broadly to any technology that really is changing things when it's deployed, whether that be operations or policy or governance. I've been trying to push out a new podcast, but I've been laid up with a cold. My voice has ranged from sounding like a choked frog to having no voice at all. I think right now I'm at the, uh, it sounds like I've been out drinking whiskey and smoking cigars all night, uh, so bear with me. Uh, My voice is still a little bit uh, messed up. But it's interesting. I was talking with a bunch of my clients and I've also been building some training material for technology and ops. And I was wondering, kind of, I'd do it a podcast, what topic should I really do? So, so many things I could pick from, so many things going on. But in the last few days, a pattern has emerged. A couple things just lined up, and so I figured this has got to be got to be the right thing to talk about. I've been working with uh, coaching and mentoring some clients. I've also been kicking off some projects with other clients, helping them kick off their projects. I'm typically in a technology advisor role in that case. But the real problem is this. Everyone seems to be looking and trying to see how do they hit that 100% solution? How do they know they're done? How do they know that things are really, really working? Now, let me just back up a second, talk about the context of this kind of a project. This is a discussion really relates to the early stages of a project, the very beginnings, even just in the idea phase, all the way through to pre-contract, um, or just you know grabbing your team, putting them in place, to really just kicking off. We're not talking here about projects that are mid-life cycle or late in the life cycle. That's really a topic for a later discussion. What I'm trying to get to is some projects, you're sitting there at the beginning, you're trying to get that goal, that vision and scope. You may have something formal. You may have like an RFP, a contract, or even just a vision and scope type document. What you gotta consider though is those project goals are created as really as high level as possible. Depending on how long this process has been going on, they may be already dated, and on a technology project, that might be pretty pretty bad. Another difficulty comes out is that you have a bunch of operational folks. You have senior leaders involved. You have operators and you have technology teams. And a lot of the terminology is written in legalese and contract speak. So it really doesn't help. But let's back up to uh, this concept of the 100% solution. How do you chase it? Well, I just want to throw out two things. uh, And I'm going to break two myths here right now. One, the biggest one when you're dealing with contracting projects is they'll be requirement-based. Um, I'm going to throw this statement out. Um, Your requirements cannot be met. That may sound, if you're depending on what kind of person you are, that may sound like sacrilege, and you're going to turn off. Hey, great. Sorry to see you go. If you've been involved in requirements-based project and you have an operations or a senior leadership focus, you'll understand what I'm saying here. Is that the requirements are important. The problem is that really some of them can't be met. Some of them shouldn't be met. The real reason is that is your requirements probably aren't very good. Now, there are exceptions to this, but this is the general rule that I've found, 9 times in 10 or more. So likely with your requirements, they're either uh, unmeasurable, so you don't have a way to say, yes, we met it, or they're too abstract, which means they don't mean much to anyone or worse. Everybody who reads them comes up with a different thought in their mind. You get the senior leaders looking at something; they're thinking one thing. An operator looks at it and may think, "Well, I don't know what even that, what that means," or they've come up with something completely different. And the technology team is on their own page as well. The worst parts of some requirements are they have absolutely no relevance in an operational world. These are the requirements that you may end up with something like it's got to be fast. Well, what does fast mean? Depending on your type of operations, fast could be 24-hour response. Fast could be sub second response if you don't have the terminology you can't measure that one it's not relevant to operations it has no meaning so you got to make sure that those requirements are handled now again don't get me wrong requirements are important but they're a background piece to the success of a project the key with requirements is you have to be prepared to adjust to work with your team your, your senior leaders your operators and the technical team And you're contracting illegal folks if you have to get them involved because you're going to inevitably need to make adjustments. What really feels awful and painful is making these adjustments. It's really good investment for a couple of reasons. One, it smooths out the whole process of you understanding when things are going well, when they're not. It also brings that team together so that when you have a vendor responding to a requirement in one way, you've got a contract person who has interpreted it one way, your operator doesn't understand what it even means, and the senior leader has his own opinion on what this thing is. You've got to get that team together and work together and hammer through and come to an understanding on what these requirements are. That's a good team building exercise. Here's the other myth, which I led off my discussion with, is the 100% solution. It does not exist. You cannot reach your 100% solution. It simply can't be done. Even if you are, have an amazing project, you have a really, really solid goal, you know what your 100% solution is. If you achieve it, you're not going to be at 100%. Because along the way, if you're an amazing organization, which I'm hoping you are, you have probably learned a ton. Or you're about to learn more as you deploy it and as you go operational with things. You're learning more about the domain. Additionally, the technology has gone through an evolution or even worse or better, depending on how you look at it, revolutionary type of change. Additionally, your operational capabilities have grown or your capacity has grown, meaning that you want to do more. The great thing is you can do more. So if you think you can hit 100% solution, you're really, really going to be sadly disappointed. And if you keep aiming at 100%, you are going to do things that you thought in the beginning are really, really important, and they're not. Worst case, they may be dead wrong because you have so much learning you do along the way. give you a quick example of of a project I worked on. I was working with a small city police force. We were gathering information. It was, it was not just the police force. It was fire, police, ambulance. Uh, we had county level. We had city level. We actually had cross-border teams involved. So there's a lot of players here. So it's a pretty actually simple technology concept based on gathering incident data. When something bad happens, everyone wanted to know about it. So they're gathering a little bit of information about incidents on the ground. Text, location, type of incident that kind of stuff and they're gathering quick photos to get here's a photo of the scene whether that be you know a a planned event or a major crisis very simple goals we wanted to get a bit of information shared amongst a lot of people and that actually was pretty impressive unto itself so within three months though we got a rule handed down that the police in the city are absolutely no photos are allowed so that kind of puts a wrench into things considering, you know, devices had been purchased with, with cameras, which means the devices aren't even allowed to be used, so they can't even input information. So I kind of broke the whole vision of the project as the police, in this case, were one of the major players. Three months later, we have a change after we were trying to adapt to this. Photos are allowed by the senior and supervisor type staff only. So we made some progress there. About three months after that, completely separate from this project, had really nothing to do with this. It's just mandate from the police force, which is good. Photos were suddenly allowed in specific situations. And bam, there we are back, allowed to do this capability. But this is nine months into an 18-month project. So you're going to have to dance around. You're going to have to adjust And how do you possibly hit 100% goal in an environment like that? You can't. In this environment, I'm sure you can look around and say, you know what? That's not abnormal. Policies are handed down for various different reasons. There are causes, and they impact a lot of things. And your technology project can be derailed, or you can adjust. So if you're aiming at 100% again, you're going for the wrong target. So what do you do? I can't just tell you that you can't aim at 100%. percent i got to give you a reason and what to do. You aim for what I call the 80% solution. Or even 50. But if you aim at an 80% solution, you want to focus in on those things that seem like small changes. But when they get changed, they actually produce inordinate improvement, meaning a small change in gathering information from uh, the field. Someone's typing in an email all the time anyways. Gathering that information with a little more structure, the location, uh, structuring that information so that you can disseminate it differently. Um, may have an absolutely massive change in how your organization has an operational capability in sharing information. Senior leadership gets a different view of the picture. You may have even town councilors, that type of thing, seeing things. Those small changes can have inordinate improvements. But another thing you need to do as you're aiming at 80% is as you're going along, keep looking at where you're going. Check out the landscape of the technology. Check out the landscape of your own operational capabilities and capacities, your policies, your governance, and look and see do you need to adjust it's like moving a ship you just basically point the ship in approximately the correct direction you make adjustments along the way once you hit the 80 percent this is really cool you basically can take a look you you look around you say okay we're still headed in this direction whether your project is done or you've hit the target early you look around and say are we still going the right way what else can we do here and here's the funny thing you know kind of a curveball when you're aiming an 80 percent target I'm gonna throw out something here that says you can't even hit 80%. The reason I say that is when you hit your goal of 80%, you look around, your organization has grown. You have a higher operational capacity. You have new operational capabilities. You got policies and governance in place to support operating differently. Technology has evolved, meaning that that 80% solution, you look back and say, oh, come on, that's like a 50% solution. I tell you, you can't hit 100%, and I do believe that. You can aim it at 80% and you're not going to hit that. The real good thing is that's actually incredible because what you've actually done for your organization is you've built momentum. You've built incremental improvements that pile up on top of each other and you're just moving your game forward. The key is, is you're growing. Your organization is growing. Now, If you heard the sort of, uh, well, it's not a cliche, it's a, it's a fact. If you're in, in life, you're either growing or you're dying. So... Me, I prefer to keep growing, pushing the envelope and making sure that you know this destination we're aiming at, yeah, it's important, but it's way out there. It's that journey along the way of how do we build operational capability and capacity? My focus is how to get technology put into the proper way. Technology and ops, as what we're all about, is getting that technology in so that it helps build the operational capability, the operational capacities, and you just keep trying to grow. So my suggestion is for you is to plan for that goal, Just know that you're going to adjust along the way. That that 80% is going to be moving. It's Again, it's like moving a great big ship. You get it going, you start moving, and you adjust. You can't just point this thing out of port and be guaranteed you're going to hit along the way. Try to make your adjustments, though, along the way. Don't lose sight of the fact that you do have an end goal, that 80% solution. You're trying to grow in a certain direction, unless there's an incredibly good reason to do it. You probably know many successful leaders and they tend to make decisions very quickly, but they change them very slowly. Now we're talking that's the big stuff. That's the big picture. Why are we doing the project? That's your overall goal. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. If you want any more information, you can take a look at uh, www.technologyinops.com podcast. Especially if you want to get some questions answered, um, have some ideas for a future episode. Love to see them. Uh, just leave a comment there. You can also send an email to podcast at technologyinops.com. If you're driving, uh, give us a call or send us a text message at 613-519-1339. We'll get you a little more information. We got a uh, monthly newsletter if you want. Uh, just reach out. So again, the number 613-519-1339. Have an awesome day.